the only way to make that actually possible for your whole day to roll like that is if you tip the first domino. And that first domino is, guess what? It is your morning routine block. Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. Mark your calendars, work from home mamas. We are having a game-changing event here at ChelseaJoe.co, and you are invited. Monday, November 27th, we are hosting the Business Workflow Workshop for me and you to hang out live at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, so you can learn the four steps to using workflows to grow your business. You're going to want to make sure that you save your seats because they are limited. You can go over to ChelseaJoe.co backslash workflow workshop. If you're done struggling to keep the momentum going and sick of finding yourself buried in tasks with zero energy to stay consistent, then I've got fantastic news. Whether you're navigating the world of network marketing, selling handmade treasures on Etsy, building your brand on social media, managing your own business, crafting blogs, recording podcasts, or working as a virtual assistant, or maybe just something anywhere and everywhere in between, this event is custom tailored just for you. Don't miss this event because for the first time ever, I'm pulling back the curtain on the magic that powers my business systems so that you can explore the four essential workflows every business craves, uncover the secret to carving out a dedicated 15 hours a week just for your business and master the strategic roadmap to prioritizing projects for exponential growth. If you're ready to elevate your game and discover the four steps that have propelled my business forward through strategic workflows, then reserve your spot right now. Head to chelseajoe.co backslash workflow workshop to claim your seat. Get ready for door prizes, fun, and so many different insights to supercharge your business. Don't miss out friends. See you there. I've got great news for you. There are hundreds of women already registered and we have room for a few more. If you have not already signed up, please make sure you go snag your ticket. I want to make sure that you and one of your best friends that are doing business right alongside you because I know you have one, make sure that they get the invite as well and they snag a ticket because everything is so much better when you can do it with a friend. So make sure that you have registered and you do snag your seat because um, we will be closing the doors once we reach max capacity. And we are well on our way, which I'm real excited about. So do not wait. Do not wait. Do not wait. Consider this one of the things on your Thanksgiving shopping list, which is crazy that it is 
like here, my mom texts me and she's like, I'm going to start prepping some things for Thanksgiving because she's hosting. And I'm like, what? Are we already there? And like, not necessarily like food per se, but kind of, um, it's like a week out. No, it's less than a week out at this point. I guess whenever this episode airs, it'll be less than a week out. And, um, wow, time is absolutely flying. So I know you've got some things on your list that need to get done and make sure that registering, actually, why don't you just press pause right now? Click on the link in the show notes, register, and then come right back. Because this is a really great episode that I do not want you to miss. And I really sat down and thought, oh my gosh, it's been a hot minute since we've really like looked at the basics of all of the five block method. And I recently have been prepping for um, some guest teaching and coaching that I'm going to be doing um, for a company that actually hired me to come in and work in their wellness program. Um, Because one of the number one things that creates wellness for people within the corporate community, and as well as running your own company and working from home and being an entrepreneur is the ability to not be overwhelmed and to create balance. Not having balance makes you feel really chaotic. And I think that that's something that I know that I struggled with and when I was working in my corporate job. And it's something that I don't think was easier once I became an entrepreneur. Honestly, I know it's just, you know, There's pros and cons of both, but the five block method that I teach is identical. Um, Your framework and your time blocks need to fit your life, but every single time a season changes in your life, your time blocks are going to adjust. And that's the purpose of my entire system, which we won't get into today. But if you've been following along, if you've been here for a while, Uh, Maybe you're a diehard fan and this is going to be an incredible boost and motivator for you to be recommitted to your AM block and maybe you are brand new and you're like, oh my goodness, I just need anything to cling to right now. Give me all the goods. This is where you want to start. Absolutely. This is where you need to start. So what I want to talk to you about today is not necessarily... um, the whole entire framework and just exactly what is a morning routine block, but more specifically, why having a morning routine block matters. But before we go into that, I do want to say that there is a morning routine and there's a morning routine block of time. And so many people ask me questions about this. So I'm going to clarify right now. And yes, we kind of could say that we're splitting hairs here. Because your morning routine that everyone talks about technically could be a time block. But I want you to come into my world for a little while. Well, actually for a long time. I want you to indefinitely live in my systematic world. That's why we're here, right? And I want you to understand what the difference is between a routine and a block of time. The way that I teach things, the way that I have learned to be most productive is to have several routines that stack on top of each other inside of one block of time. Otherwise, you just end up with huge gaps in your day that you don't know how to fill and you end up wasting. Because you could do a routine 
really at any point during your day. Obviously, your morning routine needs to happen in the morning. But what else needs to happen in the morning? And so the way that we've defined this, the way that I've defined it, and so many others have helped really confirm that this is the way that it should be defined is there's a block of time that happens in the morning from the time you wake up until the time you have to get your kids wake up or you have to start answering emails. And you might be like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) You've already lost me because the second I wake up, I'm already answering emails and answering children and pets and husbands and all the things. I get it, but that's exactly why you need this episode. You have to start your day with a morning routine block. And inside of that block, of course, you're going to have a morning routine. Yes. But you may have a couple other things as well. You may consider the entire block of time just your morning routine. That that might be great for you. But for some people, they might have a morning routine and a power hour of work that looks like answering emails, text messages, some time to be on their phone, plus a tidy queue for their house. Maybe they the most popular one is to unload the dishes from the dishwasher running overnight while they went while they slept, right? And that would be three very specific things, which is a morning routine that consists of a few things. We'll go into some examples at the very end. And then to reiterate again, that power hour of work and then a tidy queue. Those three things are not a morning routine, but those three things do stack on top of each other inside of a morning routine block. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about why it matters to have this in place, because now that you have the gist of Chelsea Joe's five block time blocking method in your life, it's time for you to actually start putting this into place. And the first block of the day is that domino that tips your entire day and it sets your whole day in motion. One of the things that I talk about most and try and visually represent as as best as I possibly can and audibly here on the podcast as well is the fact that your day should be set up like dominoes and your only job as a mom is to know what dominoes to set up and what fashion to put them in in order to get the best result for your entire family. And if you don't know that, then you've just got scattered pieces all over the place and you're still trying to make your day flow and it's exhausting. Now, when you have dominoes in place and you just tip the first one, guess what happens? Your day automates itself. That is what I am a huge fan of. And a lot of people are like, oh yeah, but what about curveballs? You're right. Have you ever watched, (laughs) I've watched kids set up dominoes that string all around the house, all up and down, all over the place. Actually, my best friend of many, many years, when her son was really little, he was obsessed with dominoes and he would do this all over the house. And I would sit and watch him strategically put things in specific places, which is exactly what we have to do as moms. We have to know what our pieces are. We have to know how to stack them. And then he would tip one. And guess what would happen when wrench gets thrown in and one of the dominoes doesn't tip. He just walked his happy little self over there and tipped the next domino. And that's all we have to do. And so that is the beauty of using my five block method. And the only way to make that actually possible for your whole day to roll like that is if you tip the first domino. And that first domino is guess what? It is your morning routine block. So changing the way that you're managing your time and creating a schedule for yourself does not happen overnight. I cannot express this enough. It happens by building one time block at a time. And so it's absolutely vital that we focus on this foundation. Here's a few things that I want you to jot down on a piece of paper. 
And these are really important to keep in the back of your mind. And just basically things to consider when you're transitioning from a schedule to like the way that you're scheduling things, or maybe you're not, maybe you don't have a schedule at all. Maybe you are flying by the seat of your pants and that is the way that you're doing things, which is okay. But it's really important that when you're trying to transition out of that and start using time blocking that you consider a few things. Number one, consistency is key. That is what's going to get you the result of actually setting up a morning routine and it working really well for you. Number two is you have to collect data on what worked and what didn't work. So you may say, oh yeah, I'm going to do this for the next five days. I'm going to see how it goes. Well, you might only get two days in. That doesn't mean that you failed at it. What, let's talk about it. What is the data behind that? What? Why did that happen? What actually happened that kept you from doing it? And what actually happened that allowed you to do it on the two days that you actually did? Okay, so making sure that you're collecting data is huge. Number three is progress over perfection. Write it down real big, make it cute, make it pretty, highlight it, circle it. It's so important that you realize the example that I just gave is reality. You're never going to do this perfectly. I don't do this perfectly (laughs) at all, like at all. And I can't stress enough that that is why I have these systems in place because I'm pretty lousy at the things just like you, I'm just like everybody else. This is what keeps me from being absolutely like a mess and in shambles through navigating the highs and lows of being a mom and trying to make consistent money for my family, right? Like having a business, even working when I was working outside of the home, that was so hard. That was so hard. And this is what I did. I mean, that's, that's what I was doing when I created this entire system. So, so unbelievably important that you know that progress is what's going to get you to that place that you deem is perfect, not expecting it to happen right away. Last but not least, here's the thing that I think is really important for you to consider as you're transitioning is I want you to start small and gradually adjust as you get more consistent. So as we look at the rest of this episode and I give you the four tips, I think it is so vital that you be okay with small, very, very, very small increases in your productivity. It might feel really big and really good on one day and then it doesn't feel so great. Honestly, you're going to want to look at your cycle because that is going to impact a lot of this. But starting small is so important. You can create a morning routine block that's 15 minutes long and work your way up to two hours at some point in your life if that feels good and that works and that's effective. There are times when I have a two-hour morning routine block because we're on it, and there are times when I have 15 minutes, and that's just what it is, and I'm going to talk about that here in a second, actually. So while we're transitioning into this topic, let's get into the four tips for you to be able to create this morning routine block and it be something that you can actually stick with. Let's dive in a little bit deeper to the concept of number one, starting small. There's no pressure to have an Instagram-worthy morning routine or a Pinterest-worthy morning routine or TikTok or whatever you're on these days. (laughs) Honestly, 15 minutes of really intentional time to start your day is plenty. It's absolutely plenty. But here's some even better news. If you are not great about getting up without your phone and 
you can't really get any time into yourself. Like you get out of bed and the first thing you do is you look at your phone and it's not like intentional, right? You're just like, whatever, the day's already starting and you're responding to what's in your phone. You can seriously just start this whole thing with five minutes and it will still be insanely effective. Five to 10 minutes 15 is like a great place, but if you are so addicted to your cell phone and you're having a really hard time, you can convince yourself, I'll pick up my phone in five minutes. I'll pick up my phone in five minutes. And now as we're on the subject of our phones, let's move on to number two. Here is the second tip. Plug your phone in on the other side of the room. If you have binged every single one of my podcast episodes, you have in fact heard me talk about this before, but we're going to talk about it again because it's huge. I actually had them put an outlet in my master closet for two reasons. One, because I assumed I would still be podcasting in my closet, which I actually am because the sound is always better. And two, because I wanted to have a place to plug in my phone that was in my master bedroom that wouldn't distract me and would make me get up and walk pretty far away from my bed. So a good old fashioned alarm clock, not the old fashioned kind. I love the, um, the ones that have the daylight. There's a couple of them. If you guys are using one of these, drop me a DM and tell me what brand you have and why you love it. But they're the alarm clocks that slowly, um, illuminate like, like the sun rising. And I found myself sleeping in a ton lately because the sun comes up so much later. I always wake up with the sun and I love that. Even when the sun comes up at like 4.45, 5 a.m., I love waking up with the sun and I don't mind waking up a little bit later. But anyway, I digress. The point is, is that you don't have to have your phone on your nightstand to be your alarm clock. There are other options. That's where I was going with that. (laughs) But if you do actually struggle to get up with your alarm and you snooze multiple times, this is also going to be your best friend. Um, It's going to prove to be an incredible step for you. So just getting you off of your phone first thing is going to help open up that window on how much time you actually have in that morning routine block. So it's going to help you get up at first alarm because you're going to hear it from the other side of the room. And it is actually going to literally help you put the right foot forward (laughs) as you get into your day because you will be putting your feet on the floor without your phone in your hand. And that is always a great way to start your day. Number three tip is to go to bed on time. It is absolutely necessary. It is a necessity to get enough rest each night in order to wake up in the morning at the time that you want to wake up at and feel like actually doing what you said you were going to do. With a little bit of simple math here, you can determine what time you need to go to bed just by subtracting from your wake up time somewhere between seven to nine hours of sleep, whatever it is that you need. So if you're a nine hour sleep person, if you have to, like say your goal is to start your day at 6.30 a.m. and you have to get ready, maybe answer some emails, get breakfast, do the kids, the dog, etc., then you need to be up at at least 6.15 a.m. to grab your cup of coffee and then sit in silence, prep your mind for the day or any other combination of habits that you want to do from 6.15 to 6.30, right? Because at 6.30, you have to start doing the getting ready, the emails, the breakfast, etc. So you need a little bit of time before that to where you're not rushed and like you have a little bit of time. If you can open that up and make that even 
a greater amount of time, amazing. That is all you need to be thinking about whenever it comes to, well, how complicated is this? Well, what time should I be waking up? It's like literally that simple. I'll clarify a little bit more in the examples that I'm getting to right after um, this last tip, which is number four. I want you to write down your ideal morning routine and your quick morning routine. Didn't see that one coming. This is one of my students' favorite things is what this allows them to do. And there's quite a few people that have listened to some podcast episodes and picked up on this and actually implemented it. If you are looking to create a morning routine that is actually going to stick with you, that you're going to be able to use and show up for, and it's going to support you, and it is going to be that domino that you can tip over and over and over and over again, not only can you depend on it, but the rest of your family can also depend on it. You need to have your ideal morning routine, aka a longer one, along with a quick morning routine. Here's why. We want to prevent the all or nothing mentality because that will absolutely increase your success rate by like 90%. There's still a chance that you you might not do your morning routine. <laughs> Obviously. Noted. I'm just raising my hand over here. Are you raising your hand too? Uh, probably that's why you're listening to this episode. But I know for me, when I have a short and a long version I'm going to get one of the two or some kind of combination of the two done every single morning. So here's what this looks like in your paper planner or on a whiteboard or on a piece of paper that sits on your nightstand where your phone used to be, right? Used to be. You're going to write down what your ideal morning routine is going to look like. So what is that morning routine going to look like? What are the things that you're going to do? Then I want you to create a second one that's shorter So if you have 15 minutes as your long one, great. What's your five minute look like? If you've got an hour, awesome. What's your 15 minute look like? If you've got two hours, awesome. What's your 30 minute look like? And delete some of the, oh yes, I want to use my gua sha on my face every morning. Can you tell I'm talking about myself? (laughs) I would love to do facial exercises to avoid Botox in my life. Yes, yes, I would. I would, but it is the first thing to go every morning when I convince myself I want to lay in bed just a smidge longer and watch the sun come up. It's a conundrum where I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed I don't have to wake up with an alarm clock. Although I kind of need to now, honestly, because my kids don't wake up as early anymore. (laughs) They're not my alarm clocks. And knock on wood, I think chiefers our dog chief we call him chiefers jeepers chiefers that's what we say all the time uh he has been such a good boy lately oh my gosh doggy drama for another episode but it's just he's not waking me up at five o'clock in the morning anymore so I'm back to just enjoying some sleep for a hot minute because a puppy's been stressful puppy's been really stressful anyway I really love being able to know, and I know these like the back of my hand, which is not something that you will know right away. And I used to write mine out. And sometimes I do rewrite mine whenever I need to refocus or if I want to change it up or if I want to be intentional and do something different. This is what you're going to have on your nightstand now to help guide you in the mornings. This way you can whip through either one of these routines depending on how long it took you to get moving that morning. 
Okay, let's look at some examples really quick. And I just have two written down and there is no right or wrong way to do this at all. Absolutely no right or wrong way to create a morning routine block. I kind of hinted at this at the very beginning of the episode, but let's talk about it again. Let's say you have a morning routine block of time from 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. 6.30 a.m. means you just woke up and 7.30 a.m. means your a.m. block starts. That's when you need to go do life things. All life things have to happen. So you have an entire hour to structure. I don't even know any woman that has a family and a house, I guess a dog now, we have pets now, now we're going to be talking about pets and the whole thing. I've tried to include it a few times, but like now it's my life, so it's like now we got pets, got another, well, a pet, not plural people, not plural. (laughs) I do not have time for multiple pets. And the, the whole gist of this is I don't know a single mom that actually has all these things on her plate, plus like emails screaming at her, text messages or voxers or heaven only knows what. They can like sit and do like one of these like luscious morning routines. It's not happening. So this block of time for an hour could potentially look like this. You get up in your morning routine block for an hour and you have these this very quick inside of that You could call it your morning routine. You could call it your coffee routine. You could call it your, you know, spiritual routine, your meditation routine, your journaling routine, whatever, right? You wake up, you get your coffee, and then you do like a quick journal, something that's faith-based or some kind of emotional connection to your day meditation, something that sets the tone and the intention for your heart and for your mind. And then you move, and that's for about 15 minutes. Okay. And then you move in at 645 to get ready. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know how long it takes for me. This is where my short and long comes in. It's like, if I stayed up too late, we're going short because I want to sleep in, which means my hair is not going to look cute. And that's just what it is. I might get a quick flip of my makeup on because I've got really great makeup on board these days. If you have questions about that, DM me. I'm happy to connect you with my gal. Um, But like, maybe say like on average 30 minutes, you get ready. Okay, now we're at 7.15. Then we're going to pop in a tidy cue, unload the dishwasher, rinse that coffee cup, and then go wake up the kids and feed the dog. Great. Now your AM block starts. It's all hands on deck. Dog's eating. Kids are coming downstairs. It's time for you to go do the thing. Let's look at example number two of what a morning routine block could look like. Say in this one, you have from 6 a.m. to 7.30. 30 a.m. And so we've just opened that up by 30 minutes. So let's play with this a bit and say, you know what, maybe this is on a longer, this is my longer one and I want to get a workout in. Awesome. Same thing. Wake up, coffee, quick journal, set your intentions for the day. And then by 6.15, you're moving into a workout at 6.45, you're getting ready. Seven o'clock, you have a tidy cue and the rest of the day follows as is. You can also pop in a power hour of work in here. If you're like, yeah, I got to be out of the house at 7am. I can get up at five because I'm great about going to bed pretty early. Awesome. Get your morning stuff in all the things that we just talked about inside of this block. You can wake up, have your coffee, that quick journal, set that up really great. And then 
get ready and then go straight into a power hour of work and then pick right back up with your tidy cue. This is so fun for me. I love nothing more than doing this for myself and creating it for other people. Honestly, it is the easiest thing that you could do. And the most fun that I've ever had is helping people with this. <laughs> so please go have a great time with it and make sure that you're over inside of our Facebook group. If you are inside of our Facebook group, you'll get a time blocking workbook. There is a button there that you can click on to download files straight from our Facebook group and it's free. So grab that workbook and have at it. It's going to help support you build out this routine and the community is going to help support you while you do it. Thanks for being here. Hope to see you in the Facebook group and also inside of the business workflow workshop real soon. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.